Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one dog care instructional minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And joining us one final time, A.G. Adasso, welcome back. Great to be back as always. I'll be sad to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But today we are going to be covering Minute 10, which starts with Doc being... Uh, Doc describing his happy life in the fresh air and wide open spaces uh, and uh, ends with Doc finishing, 1955 Doc, finishing the end of the letter, uh, verging on tears. Yeah. Um, So first off, I want to talk about Doc saying that he's happy in the fresh air and wide open spaces. He's a dog. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, isn't that where everyone promised that our dead dogs went, like all of our parents? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they went to the farm. There's fresh air and wide open spaces. I mean, it, <laughs> they yeah, love it that there. sounds almost like he's talking about a kind of afterlife as much as he's talking about a retirement. Yeah. Um, is that Doc's way of saying that he's, like, dying? I don't know. Mm. I'm fine. Maybe. <laughs> Just slowly dying. Just slowly die, living to death, as it were. <laughs> uh, I also fresh air in in. I mean, we go there later. I I don't know. There's yeah. sand sand everywhere. I mean, it's gonna be in your in your eyes, in your mouth, in your food, in your clothing. I I just I just I feel like it'd be a very gritty existence, literally. Yeah, the hill, the hill valley. The hill valley he's describing almost sounds like Montana. The hill valley he's describing almost sounds like the sound of music. I mean, it's <laughs> like Maybe. when I think of fresh air and wide open spaces, I I'm thinking of her like spinning on top of the hill with her arms stretched yeah. out. Do you think you think maybe he's kind of like rosing it up or, you know, kind of painting a, a better picture to sort of make Marty feel better? For sure, because he hasn't seen it yet either. So, I mean, I imagine the, right, yeah. the minute he gets there, all those fantasies he had about, you know, cowboys and Indians as, as a kid are suddenly going to look very different. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it the, here, the hills are not alive, Marty. The hills are not alive. Marty, I hate it here. Everyone says the C word all the time. <laughs> People die. I make a friend and they die the next day. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, poor Doc. I found a hyena and I named him Jules, Jules Verne. <laughs> He's my dog now, Marty. I don't like him. <laughs> Not the same. Not the same. I miss, I miss Caperni. Can we talk um, about that that little um that little kind of head shake and exasperated look that he gives Marty when Marty tells him that his dog in 1985 is called Einstein? I can't figure that one out. Yeah, no, yeah, I, okay. I just I, I love I I love it because it's as if 1955 Doc is looking at himself and like trying to like. <laughs> He's talking about himself in the future, and he's looking at Marty, and he's just like, "That's scamp." Like, <laughs> <laughs> typical me. <laughs> typical me. So, was uh, was Einstein? Was yeah. Albert Einstein kicking out and kicking in nineteen fifty five? I think like so. Like, would Doc know who that is yet? I think we've looked up. Oh, I think he. If anything, he might already be dead. 
um, in in 1955. Uh, yeah, oh, he, died. he died. He died in April of that year, April 1955. Yeah, so oh, he died okay. like six months ago. Oh, so maybe that's why. Maybe I mean, I I I I would like to think they were thinking this thoroughly while they were writing it, but they're totally yeah, not. Probably not. But, but but maybe maybe that's why Doc is so like. Oh, it'd be like if we found out that we named one of our dogs like Gene Wilder or something. Well, no, I think I think what he's. Uh, in my mind, he thinks that that <laughs> that Doc has somehow befriended Albert Einstein and he's alive and well in 1985. <laughs> Don't forget to feed Einstein oh. for me. Oh, dear. Like, that's what I always took that as. Uh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Like, because he says, don't forget to take care of Einstein for me. And so he's like, Einstein. And then he continues oh. reading and he's like, you got to feed him and walk him. And he's like, oh, okay, it's a dog. Oh, okay. Because um, otherwise this oh. would be weird. Right. Yeah, we took him and now he's living in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, like, what if, what if Doc in 1955 is like, he's like a conspiracy theorist about the death of Einstein. He's like, he's not dead. He's alive somewhere. Not only is he I'll alive. Prove it one day. Not only is he alive, he's going to be my friend someday. We're going to be friends. <laughs> and so he finds out, he's like, not only is he alive, but I'm going to be the one to save him. <laughs> Take care of Einstein for me. <laughs> what if he ends up like finding Albert Brooks? He's like, come with me if you want to live. Uh... Because I just, Al yeah, I love that. I love because that. Albert Brooks's birth name, for those of you who don't know, is Albert Einstein. Oh, right. That's right. Um, yeah, so Marty playing chess with Copernicus. I can't figure <laughs> out what the point of this chessboard is. Are they like electrified pieces? Like, what's the deal? I was yeah, like, like wondering the, if... What's the rub, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe they light up. To, to indicate opti optimal moves or something like that? I don't know. Can't... I don't know. They're even wired. The wires are also different colors. Like, the black pieces yeah. have red wires, and the white pieces have white wires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... It's weird. And what are those hanging off the side of the grid? Is it... it almost looks like car keys. I mean, I it's thought. not, because it's 1955, but... The, uh, the weird thing about trying weird. to guess what anything in Doc's garage is, is it's not a successful invention, whatever it is. Right. right. So it's only ever going to make a certain amount of sense. <laughs> yeah. Marty, uh, Marty tries to play it a little bit, but he's just like, I don't I don't know what this is. Uh, I mean, mind. I mean, you know, you know, they put just a little treat on the table or something there to get the dog to nose at it. But then you start wondering at the level of narrative, has Doc trained, trained Copernicus to push pieces around with his nose or. Looks like he's just licking okay. him. Yeah. Is this just is this just some contraption in order to allow him to play chess with Copernicus? <laughs> is this is this the length the doc's willing to go oh. to not make a human friend to play chess with? <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, is that what this is? Something else that would be neat, actually, like legitimately neat. I mean, it would be dangerous, but neat would be is if the this was some sort of chessboard that allows you to play yourself in which you don't know yourself. Oh. Like where like erases oh. your 
tactical move out of your brain and so that you're like you're okay. playing yourself like in the truest fashion possible oh and so you're you're switching chairs even like the old yeah group of like sitting in one chair and then getting up and moving hmm yeah i don't know it's interesting i i tried looking up any information on this chessboard i couldn't find it anything anywhere um other than people making recreations of it but oh okay I don't even think they knew what it was. <laughs> and I made Doc's weird chess thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love I love Doc's dramatic reading of the dog care instructions. Yeah. It's 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 fantastic. Cause he never lets up from like the drama school monologue vibe. And he's just reading about how to take care of Einstein. It's my favorite thing. So, so we, so it's canon now that canon uh, that um that Einstein must be walked two times a day, and he only eats canned dog food. Yeah. Yep. What a picky little bastard. I also, I also wonder if Doc's standing there thinking, "Wow, what kind of overzealous dog parent have I become?" Like you, you almost wonder, "Well, does Copernicus get canned food at this point, or is he just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, you know, Copernicus yeah. two walks a day?" Yeah. <laughs> like, um, oh, like, like he's reading it and he's just like looking over at Copernicus because, like, is this what like, you want? Copernicus is like, "Yeah, it'd be nice to get freaking yeah. canned dog food every day in two walks." Oh. And it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be reading this out loud. <laughs> and a real hit. Well, apparently future dog gets all the love. <laughs> I'm lucky if I get one walks. Poor Copernicus. The, uh, the idea of Doc walking Einstein through Hill Valley is a weird visual. It actually yeah. is. <laughs> it actually is. I imagine him just muttering to, him, to himself, too. <laughs> like, it's probably what he does to, like, think out problems yeah. in the way mm -hmm. that he was trying to think yeah. up a theory as to why he would have amnesia. Mm -hmm. And he would just be doing that while, like, wandering around, like, walking Einstein. Mm -hmm. There he goes again. <laughs> there Is goes that, the uh, doctor with the hair so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then we get to uh, yep. we get to the real emotional gem of the moment, mm -hmm. um, where uh, Doc is uh, really taken aback by what he wrote about his friendship with Marty and about how meaningful it's going to be to him. Yeah, it. Uh... I mean, you can hear the contrast between the previous melodrama that we've kind of grown accustomed to across these minutes, and, and now here he is, bang, he's genuinely affected by what he's reading. It's Yeah, it's moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty, and so, Marty, I say a farewell and wish you Godspeed. <laughs> you've been a good, kind, and loyal friend to me, and you've made a real difference in my life. I will always treasure our relationship and think on you with fond memories, warm feelings, and a special place in my heart. Like, that's pretty... I think that's the most... Well, yeah, because, like, you know, to his in his yeah. mind, like, he's never going to see Marty again, you know? So it's... Yeah. Right. It's a farewell as much as anything, but... He doesn't even... This is the most heartbreaking part, I think, is that he doesn't even know if Marty is going to get home on time. Like, get home. Yeah. Yeah. 
for all he knows from his perspective, Marty's going to be trapped in 1955 forever because he will not have the memories that this doc, his 1955 counterpart has of sending Marty back because they're not the same person from the same timeline. Yeah, they're going to have a completely different friendship now. Right. Hmm. Dark ending for... uh, Wait, so does he think, how does he think Einstein's going to come into this? Well, like, I mean, I mean, he he thinks that, like, he'll succeed and get Marty home. But what I'm saying is he doesn't know that for a fact. Uh, right? Okay, okay. Like, he has no way of, of he will ha- he will never have the comfort of knowing for a fact that Marty made it back. <laughs> yeah. I just love that little detail of, like, I know you will give him a good home. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Poor Einstein. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean that's it's it's a really it's a really good moment and and it's it's interesting from Doc's perspective. I mean, he thinks his story's over, and you know he he told Marty absolutely do not come back for me, and you know to a certain extent both. Doc, you know, 1955 Doc and Marty have sort of accepted this because mm-hmm. he seems happy and, you know, it's it's fine. Like, not only does he seem happy in the letter, but Marty can see Doc genuinely happy reading the letter about being in 1885. I, yeah, I he's like, yeah, pretty heavy, right? Yeah. I, I feel like Marty is happy to accept it as long as he knows it makes Doc happy. But I think underneath that, that surface level of being willing to accept it, there's part of him that's really not because, you know, he, I mean, he's just so determined when he, when he finds out what happens to Doc, he's like, nope, I'm going to go get you. I mean, I think that's what Marty has always wanted, even, even through, Mm -hmm. even throughout witnessing 1955, Doc seems so charmed by this idyllic existence. Oh, yeah. When he finds yeah. out what he finds out, I, I mean, I think in a morbid way, it's mm-hmm. almost good news to, to Marty. Right. right. Because he's like, oh, I have an excuse now. Because, right. Then he can do what he wants to do. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. as we learn in the comics, uh, a, a, a dockless life is not a very interesting one no. or good one for Marty. No. Right. Okay. So how long has 1955 Doc known Marty at the from his timeline? About a week. A little About less. A week? Yeah. yeah. Five, or, five or six days. Just how crazy must it be? Imagine like someone that you met a week ago and then reading a letter from yourself that this person is going to be like one of the most important relationships of your life. If not the most. Yeah, if not the most. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as from coming to, you know, a man like Doc who doesn't have friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's why he has a dog. It's his only companion. Mm Mm-hmm. And because I mean, everyone thinks he's a weirdo. Doc, Doc in 1955 is the most cynical, the most closed off, the most jaded, you know, version of Doc. He's, he's extremely alone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he finds out that, uh, you know, 25 years from now, all of that's going to change. Yeah, he'll meet a hip, a hip young Canadian teen that'll <laughs> teach him how to be a friend. Yeah. If that's not revelatory, I don't know what is. Yeah. yeah. I hope we all find a hip Canadian teen at some point yeah. in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you for joining us, AJ. 
Um, you're you're our first uh, triple crown returning guest. I'm honored. I'll get a little pit and grave to commemorate it or something. Okay, great. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back next week uh, with uh, minutes. Uh, where, where are we? <laughs> Eleven through fifteen. Um, so we'll uh, we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye, everybody. Have a good weekend.